A severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. You are listening to Sound Audits. How are we doing tonight, Tyler? Oh, I'm better now. Yeah, we both are. But how long will that last? 2.5 seconds. Um, mm. Until I have to start thinking about this mm. again. Mm. No, no sense of being around the bush. Hope you all are doing well. Of course, staying safe as usual. Hope all you students out there are getting you through through your semester okay making it through it alive tyler and i are currently doing all right thank you for asking really appreciate it medium rare medium rare yeah i'm feeling okay i'm very very swamped kind of stressed taking eight classes that was smart yeah well you know what i was like fuck it just gonna get it out over with get out of the way a bunch of more one credit courses for music so it doesn't actually equate to that many credits but ian yes is this it for you is this your final hoorah in school? Next semester will be. That's what I wanted to. I wanted to get everything uh, out of the way. Uh, yeah, that was smart. the point. But oh well. Hopefully you all are doing well. That was my point in that conversation. We tonight are talking about what? What time is it? At nine thirty-eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Feels much later. Yeah, I think the clocks are wrong. Who knows? Uh, maybe They're, it's all a simulation. They, they've and made we're it, all just. We've all been duped. They've made it a unanimous point to fuck with us tonight. I can feel it. Yeah. They, uh, somebody turned the clocks forward, like, or no, back, like, what, an hour, two hours? I think Donald made it an executive order. <laughs> From his hospital bed. Just boning us. <laughs> okay. By the time this comes out, he might even not be the man anymore. I don't know. We'll see. Just depends on how fast I edit this shiz. Yeah. We'll see. We'll I've see. been a pretty slow burner as of late. It's all right. We all forgive you, Tyler. Thank you. Tonight we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about the new Machine Gun Kelly record. Oh God! It hurts to say his name, doesn't it? It's not the name. It's just a thought. It's the music. <laughs> it's not the name that repulses me. It's his dog shit fucking music. <laughs> I, I just felt like sixty percent click off just now. Damn. It's fine. Damn. We got your listen. Thanks for the ad. No. I love you all. <laughs> for fuck's sake. We don't have it. Why do we have to why do I have to be why do I have specifically have to be so mean in the beginning of of a, of a fucking review? I feel like one day if 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 I ever get an actual job, somebody's going to go back and find these. I'm just going to get doxxed. Like everything is going to come out that I've ever done. And I'm just going to be sitting over in my little corner, hoping that, that that I don't get sent to prison indefinitely. On the other hand, <laughs> if I run into him in the airport, I don't think he'll hate my guts. He won't have an idea. That's true. So we're at that point where we are we're golden brown in this industry. We're kind of yeah. under the radar. They don't have a clue what's going on. Yeah, it's fine. Be like, hey, let me grab this selfie. Little does he know, gave him a strong or a uh, rather insignificant. We vocally abused him online. <laughs> yes, he he has no idea. Okay, for Fact those stabbing. of you, for those of you who don't know, 
about this guy. He is the white rapper. Yeah, he's that guy. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Whoa. He's one of those guys. And whenever whenever somebody's rap whenever somebody raps and they're white, you can usually assume that it's an Eminem ripoff. And MGK, I think Eminem took MGK under his wing for a while. It was it was a whole big thing. I haven't followed uh, Machine Gun Kelly's um, whole career at all. This is my first time listening to one of his records. Yes, it's another one of those. But this one was different for him. We'll get into why in a second, but... As for the specifics on the guy, his name's Colson Baker, but he was born Richard Richard Colson Baker. Okay, so he goes by his middle name, one of those guys. Born on April 22nd, 1990. The dude is 30 at this point. Damn. That is... Make a mental note of that when we go into talking about the music. And he is an American singer, uh, rapper, songwriter, and actor from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, his debut album was called Lace Up. It was uh, released in 2012. What, or what record label is he signed to? I forget. He's the guy from Bird Box. <laughs> oh, Interscope. Okay, he's on Interscope Records. All right. That's a big label. Yeah, that's a massive label. All right. Gain his um, notoriety from Rap Devil, the Eminem district. He had a couple of off hits beforehand. He had that feature with Camille Cabello in, like, what, 2016 or something like that? He's also had... Uh, a couple of crossovers with uh, Youngblood as well. Um, he's collabed with Trippy Red in the past as well. From here, it says X-Ambassadors as well at one point. Whatever happened to those guys? He came into my radar through Rap Devil. Yeah. That was the first time it was like, oh, right. track what's, on what's going on here? Eminem, right? Yes, sir. I wasn't, wasn't that some like... which the response was Kill Shot, yeah. which is... Actually kind of a banger. Actually kind of... Eminem's finest diss track to date. This is finest work of art. It's his swan song. You know what? Magnum opus. Magnum. Who says he he peaked in what? What was that? Like uh, 2000? Who says he peaked in 2000, dude? Early 90s. That was the best he got. (laughs) That is so mean. (laughs) That's... Holy I think fuck. I think he was on the top of the ga- uh on on top of his game before they started recording it. I'm not laughing. Wow, we're really mean today. <laughs> yeah, we're really feeling it today. Point being that the dude he's been around for a minute. I feel like he's been around. What when was his first? Yeah, 2012. Yeah. Okay, so he's almost been around for a decade at this point. And I f- feel like I know nothing about the guy, but also everything at the same time. How many controversies has he gotten himself wrapped up into in the course of his career? Too, too many. Too many to count, right? Yeah. Wait, too yeah. many. Yeah, that's what I thought. Isn't he dating Megan Fox now as well? Probably. What the fuck? Who's that? I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. I can't. I don't want to say it. But he kind of. What, what was it? This year that he started releasing these like demo tapes or whatever from his bedroom or something. He started putting out an insane amount of content pretty much early on in the year through the pandemic. Yeah. And for, from quarantine. I've I've always clowned on MGK. I have always. I don't want to say I've made fun of the guy, but he's one of those people. I I've mean, clown never, is synonymous. Yes, I've never really taken him all that seriously. 
And I started, I kept getting recommended his videos on YouTube where it was like, and I'm sure a lot of people saw this where he's like sitting on his balcony and it was just kind of a spur of the moment thing he wrote down. Simple chord progression, nothing intense, and he's just kind of rapping about the depressive moment that everybody's going through. Through that, I was like, you know, even if this isn't, this isn't incredible, there's something here because he's been following this up again and again, week after week, month after month. And then I started looking more and it was like, okay, he just called up uh, Marilyn Manson and was like, hey, any song you want me to cover, uh, I'll cover. And it was like on the phone and he's recording this for his YouTube channel. And Marilyn Manson, I think, told him to cover... It was either like a Miley Cyrus or, or Katy Perry, Taylor Swift. One of those. Like something that sounds really like something weird in a yeah. really obscure deep track that nobody knows. And the rest of the video was him recording and covering that song. And I was like, okay. Like, he's actually a talent of substance. He, he can do stuff, you know? He, he, he has stuff. potential. He's putting out... He's working hard. It's kind of a logic scenario. He's working really hard... Even if he, what he's not putting out is incredible, I'm, I respect his grind, you know? Clearly, he's he's earned his way here because I don't see anybody else really doing this. And here we are. And here we are. With uh, this record. With this record. Uh, the notable thing to mention about this is that he has made the transition from rap into pop punk. Immediate yikes based off of that. Another immediate yikes based off of the fact that the cover is him standing in an empty pool with a pink guitar with his hair bleached wearing all black. Another yikes. But, you know, whenever uh, an artist makes a big transition, I always hold out hope uh, that they make a successful transition into whatever they're making. There have been artists in the past that have been able to do it. Can I name them off the top of my head right now? No, but I'm sure they'll come to me in the middle of the my night. In the middle of my night? In the middle of the night while I'm in a deep REM sleep and I am awakened by this random fact and I will never be able to sleep again. But my point is where I was going with that is he worked extensively with Travis Barker of Blink-182, this record, which was kind of funny. Although Travis Barker is considered like one of the most talented drummers on the face of planet Earth. So maybe it's good. I have never been a big Blink-182 fan. It's always been angsty, teenage breakup, kind of... Is there a... I feel like there's a word on the tip of my tongue that I can't really place, but... And maybe it is just angsty. It's real fucking like, okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you really want to ram it down my fucking jugular right now, but you get the point. I, Travis Barker is still a very talented man. I respect him for what he does and his craft. Did you say that he handled like a bulk of the production on this record? Yeah. So that's kind of wild to think about. But other than that, is there anything else that we can preface this record with? I think we preface far too much. Okay. Actually, just to clarify, we are reviewing the original release, not the deluxe one that he just put out. Yeah, that pisses me off. Yeah. We're the, the extra tracks, not, not doing it. Just the original 15, I believe, ended before the Youngblood featured thing. Yeah, we're just doing the original album, not the deluxe. Just a clarification, let's get us into talking about the music, shall we?
Tickets to My Downfall. Did we already say? I hope we already said the name of this record. 15 songs. It was something like 35 minutes. 40... Something like that. It's... It's something. I think we're only going to be doing one section. It's going to be hard to talk directly about the things that we liked and the things that we didn't like. So we're just going to keep it simple. We're going to just spill it the way that it is. I'm going to be honest. From the title track, that acoustic guitar opening, I was kind of hopeful. Like, hey, maybe this can go somewhere good. Like, or at least, like, decent. I'm not expecting Machine Gun Kelly going into this. I wasn't expecting Machine Gun Kelly to put out Record of the Year. That is far from what I was expecting. I was hoping for maybe a palatable pop-punk record that maybe brought him into the genre okay, and, like, it would be something to look forward to in the future. Was not expecting to be blown away. Although I was morbidly curious. Curious. And the first 15 seconds of the title track, which is called Title or the first track which is called title track is just this acoustic guitar intro thingy and i was like hey acoustic guitar you can't really go wrong with that unless you're really really terrible and it it sounds fine for the first 15 seconds this is gonna be so mean and then his voice comes in and oh everything 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 into the shitter everything if you didn't tell already this is not going to be a very positive review one thing about this record from the very get-go from the very first moments is that it is overproduced to hell it sounds like he recorded from the seventh circle and not in a good way it's it oh the vocals are so it sounds like it's being squeezed by a boa constrictor the entire time and i don't really know why it just sounds like it was fed through a pvc pipe and the same goes for just about the rest of the guitars the one thing that i can give this record is there are a few moments of like really legitimate honesty and catharsis on this record there are some things there were there was actually a track where some of some some i'm talking like maybe a couple of words could have been legitimately heart-wrenching and i think that was on track seven lonely and he's talking about and i mean machine gun kelly's always been kind of this emo rapper he's talked about his dark upbringings um his relationship with mental illness just trying to get through all of the trauma in his life trying to raise a daughter the whole the whole fucking shtick and i feel like if he channeled that in a positive way he could be making some really good stuff and i feel like maybe a couple of moments on this record had the potential for that but i'm very sorry the the ball was just it wasn't even dropped it just kind of fucking fell through the earth and that's all there really is to it. Do you have anything to say? I like Travis Barker. <laughs> Some of the drums are really good. Travis Barker has always been a solid drummer. And if there's nothing else redeemable, there's nothing else to be redeemed from this album. Uh, outside of the drums, at least they are there. Yeah. If it was, like, this weird pop-punk thing, but, you know, artificial drum machines were taking place, this would be far, far worse. Than it actually I, I am a little is. confused by Travis Barker's producing, because I, I think a lot of the time, Travis Barker does a pretty good job in 
in music individually. I don't think that he's been a part of groups that have been successful in creating good music and he's kind of keeping up We both up are big fans here. of Blink-182. No, we're not. And I I tremendously respect Travis Barker because he's big respect for the man. Huge huge in precaution. He's just he's a talented guy. And honestly, there were moments in guitarist in the uh, in sections with guitarist too where Machine Gun Kelly could have done a worse job. He's he's not an untalented guy. He's not bad at playing guitar, but the the as far as guitar goes with punk, it's it's pretty straightforward, and there wasn't a whole lot of innovation going on. Yeah, with what he did with it, but and it doesn't need to. Don't get don't don't play us wrong here, right? It, there doesn't necessarily need to be a whole lot of innovation going on in music, right? Sometimes I feel like my favorite albums aren't necessarily genre pushers. They're not exactly creating an entirely new sound in of, of themselves. You know, I don't think an album has to be like the kid A of records every single time to be near perfect. You don't need that. Sometimes you can just have a really good record. And kind of like a pinnacle of a genre type of thing. But I think what is so, so fucking irritating to me, fucking irks me to my very core about this record, is the execution of things. In generality, I am talking like, as a fucking realm of thought, execution on this record across Every single frame of boarding that you could possibly think of just wasn't it. Other than the drums, like Tyler said. The drums sounded cool in some areas. But everything else, I can chalk it up to being just extremely ballless a lot of the times. And it's sad because I can see in other contexts some of this stuff working. But Machine Gun Kelly writes very, very overly angsty lyrics. And again, going back to the whole thing of he is 30 now, it's almost like I'm going to start ripping on him for the same thing that I did in M- with Eminem when we talked about his record earlier on in the year. What was the, the, the track Stepdad or whatever, where it's like, all right, dude, you've been singing about this your entire career, like literally over 20 years at this point. Why? Why? I get it that you're upset. You have a right to be upset, but you should just talk to a therapist. Like, you don't need to be spilling this shit out every single fucking record. Uh, you can just talk to somebody. Sit down. Have a sit down, have a good cry about it, and then move on with your life. I'm, that sounded really, really cold, and I didn't mean it that way, but you get what I'm saying, okay? With Machine Gun Kelly, it sounds like you should have been writing this when you were 17, some of these lyrics. They're just so on the surface, there's nothing to read into them for, and... It feels like the type of poetry that you would find in uh, a middle school diary, like one of the ones that was accidentally left on the locker room bench with a little lock on it, but all you needed to do to get through the lock was a pair of scissors. And you look inside, and it's the the poetry that those kids were writing. And it it just, mm, it rubs me the wrong way every single time, in every way possible, everywhere, that I don't want to be rubbed. Can I break it down real simply? Yes. What it feels like to me? Yes. Please. It feels like MGK went to his local library and checked out how to pop punk for dummies. Okay. 
he flipped through the book and didn't read anything. He just looked at the pictures. Then he took a drive to Hot Topic in his BMW and bought the How to Pop Punk starter kit in terms of attire and outfit and left the store wearing ripped jeans and a shitty t-shirt and a jean jacket, okay? (laughs) And then he went home and called up Travis, who was doing some psychedelics, and Travis came over all baked out of his mind, and together they created this first draft of an album and accidentally posted it everywhere. And here we are. That's that's what this feels like. That's what I wish happened. The, I, that, that would be a logical explanation for that. Seems plausible. Yeah. It could have happened. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Mm. That's what it feels like. That's what that's what listening to this sounds like. Are you out of your mind? Do you do you think putting this out is going to make a single soul of worth enjoy this and and give you applause? Yikes. That that sounded really really mean. I take we're, it back. Listen listen listen. We're asking if you to be if you like if you like this album. I'm I'm glad you like the album. You can like it and your soul is worth something. But not to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also the features can we talk about the features for a second i'm good uh okay well i will halsey trippy red and ian dior i don't know who ian dior is i'm gonna be honest i'm really really sorry i think i looked them up right after i listened to the record and i've already forgotten i'm very very sorry i like your name your name's cool i like your first name it's cool oh and also black bear forgot about that one uh that's the biggest one off of this record uh my ex's best friend oh my god the name even just the name the name is in instant it instantly flaccid instantly i never want to get hard again when i see that name why did you go into this album full erect no i was semi chub <laughs> that, that's what i was going into the record with okay no I, i'm not <laughs> i'm not not going into it uh fully standing in attention i'm not i'm not saluting the flag or anything going into this record right um right but the Halsey track was really, really funny to me. Seeing her try to sing over a fucking pop punk fucking... I Will I call it a beat? Maybe I can call it a beat. I don't know. It kind of feels like I should. Most of these tracks don't even go anywhere near the three minute mark so it's hard to take a lot of them seriously thank god yeah really and it's kind of funny to hear halsey screech over this horrendously produced pop punk track it sounds like all of the guitars were filtered through a sewage pipe like everything it just sounds like it's shitting into my ears uh, i like your airplane analogy earlier. did you Oh, yeah, the whole thing where it was being fed through an airplane turbine, came out the other end, then it was fed through a soup can, and then they poked a hole in the middle of it with a pencil. It took about two months to make, Uh, and then they fed it through that, and then they fed it through a thimble, and that's what they put into the speaker. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, that's exactly what I hear. And Trippy Red and Black Bear, it just feels like you got these guys on your record to have some big names attached. Like, there's no reason for any of these people to be here. They add absolutely nothing to the experience. Absolutely nothing. Who was the, uh, who, who was the other guy who did that this year? His name rhymes with... Custon Cheeber. <laughs> There's a guy with a name like that. He did something very similar. 
You know what I'm talking about? Let's see, there was Posty, Travis. Oh, God. Travis, yeah, Travis Scott was on there. Quavo. Oh. Some other people. Mm. That was hot. That was hot. Justin Cheever. <laughs> Mustin Beaver. Okay. I, I think we've gone through enough. There's also an interlude of him and his girlfriend talking about shit. It's so cringy. Y- you can kind of skip to that. It's one of the interludes. I completely forget which one it was. But go and listen to it, and that will sum up the uh, lyrical content of the record for you. It's I think it's track 14. And I, I really want to. I don't. I don't want to say that I really want to like the guy. Not like I want to like Post Malone. Like I really, Post Malone is one of those figures that I really would love to like, just because of how fucking cute and cuddly he is as a person. But Machine Gun Kelly, I feel like he has. He has, like, in terms of the way that he does things, he seems like. A fairly honest guy through his music sometimes like he's trying to pour his heart out onto the paper you know and i want to be down with that i want to be down with the whole like i'm bleeding out onto this fucking loose leaf paper right now and i just can't it feels like you're bleeding gatorade out of the fucking page and he needs to stop he needs to stop being a douchebag first yeah that too that's the problem yeah I've watched videos of him at live shows, and it's like, what a cuck. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) You thought we were here to review music. No, we were just here to talk about how Machine Gun Kelly loves to watch people get dicked down. Welcome to The View. Right in... (laughs) I am Whoopi Goldberg. You're the funny one out of the two of us. Okay, we've talked about this enough. It's just this is just a rambling session at this point. You get what you get where we're coming from. Let's let's. Fucking, it was trash. It was fucking dog. It shit. was hot garbage. I would rather beat my meat with a sandpaper day. grinder. What? I would much <laughs> rather. I would much rather rip out my vocal cords very very slowly. Like I'd rather eat my own fucking vocal cords. Dip a spoon into the back of my mouth. And eat my jugular. Then re- listen to this record again. I, I'll do like Marilyn, rip out my fucking floating rib and suck my own dick before I listen to this record again. Okay? I'll defile myself with a water bottle before I listen to this. I'm just listing off fucking Marilyn Manson shit that he did. Alright, let's fucking... I'm done. I'm done. We're done. We're done. Do you know how to grade this? This is like the third time I've had genuine dilemmas. In like moral dilemma? Like, like no, it's not I, so much a moral I, dilemma. I am seriously conflicted because I want to keep my integrity as a critic, which went out the window like a year ago. Before you even started this podcast. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It completely biased opinions. Yeah. We say it in, you know... Fucking pissed it out the window before it's, we were... It's it, like, we is. were in the womb. Right. Right. Back when I was critiquing the 
floating shit. I don't know. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Placenta, light two. Yes. Yeah. I don't even know where I am anymore. I don't either. How about I'll give you a one for trying. <laughs> Will you? Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I'll give. I'll it. give you a one too. And well, I which one s- is it? A one. Is it a one or a two? It's a one. One two. It's a one. Okay. I'm feeling one the grandest and brightest of all days, where yeah. heaven opens its pearly freaking gates. <laughs> I'm feeling at best a one, as I'm being massaged by angels yeah maybe on that day this is a one the sun beaming down on you in all this glory on judgment day when all the assholes are burning on fire you are a light golden brown i might perfect, feel a one the perfect golden brown yes medium rare the whole fucking shtick maybe a one i want to salute all at of, your tasty i want to salute all the people who listen to this album you're brave and Ian and I salute and applaud you. I don't know how you did it. I had a headache after I listened to this record. I listened to this record at midnight in my car on full blast in my driveway. And afterwards, I came out of it and I was like, I should not have done that. I blacked blacked out seven times. (laughs) I woke up in the back of a Wendy's parking lot right next to the dumpster with this dude who who had a fucking needle in his arm. And I was like, how the fuck did I get here? Butt-ass naked. <laughs> None of your clothes to be seen anywhere. Covered in French fries. <laughs> I, don't know I love that image. I don't love that image, but I love that image. You get what I'm saying? I, just hog tied naked in a parking lot. Yeah. French fries. That's what this album but will do to you. Don't rope subject around yourself your, to this. There's rope around your hands and feet, but they're, they're not actually bound. It's been cut free for whatever reason. There's good music out there. Yeah. You don't have to do this. Why you why you have to be mad? Oh my god. I just had flashbacks. I just got flashbacks. Any of you people watch fucking Captain Sparkles back in the day? Why you have to be mad? It's only game. That's where I knew that meme from. Sorry. Fucking 2015 Minecraft. Did you erase this? Those were the days. You gave it a one, right? Yeah, we both gave it a one. Okay. Okay. Blacked out again. Thank you for listening. We have new episodes which are less painful, more informational, better critique <laughs> every week. Please check them out. If you would like to check out MGK, throw your phone out of the window. You are not deserving of social media. Please don't listen to this album. This is so oppressive. I don't even feel bad about it. <laughs> if you would like to donate to us, which after this garbage fire i i can't even imagine why you do that but it feeds us so please go to anchor.fm slash sound audits or go to soundaudits.com or go to instagram any of those places you can find our donation link we have episodes on all sorts of artists and topics and things and we would love for you to check them out for the we price of two gumballs you can support two broke college kids 99 cents we have a website you can go check that out yeah i mentioned that Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Maybe I'm blacking out, too, now. It's cool. Yeah. Wow. All right. This is the most brain-dead episode. We're going to go trip balls and feel better. Yeah. See you next week. Fucking chilling. Stay safe out there, all of you kids. All right, bye. (laughs)